Hello everyone, welcome back. My name is Mary and you're listening to Prologues. This feels like an exciting episode for me. One, because it's episode number 20, and two, it's the first fall episode of Prologues ever. It's the first episode released in the fall time. It's the first day of fall as I'm recording this. It's fall themed and I am so excited. If you've been following me and my content for a while, then you know I hate summer, I hate spring, I hate hot weather. I love fall and winter. I thrive. I even have this entire content series surrounding this idea of hibernation. It went viral on TikTok last year, and I am planning out a whole hibernation series for the podcast as well, and I can't wait. Hibernation this year is going to be so good for all of us, but we're not quite there yet. We're kind of gearing up gearing up towards hibernation. I just thought I'd mention that because I've been getting a lot of requests for hibernation episodes lately, which makes me so happy because I love that you guys love it as much as I do. So just know it's coming. We're not quite there yet, but today is the first fall episode of Prologues. And it's also episode number 20, which feels really exciting for me and like fully would have been episode number 22 if I hadn't missed those two weeks that I was traveling in August, but can't change the past. This is where we're at. And I am just really excited. I don't know, it feels good. It's like a little mini milestone. And I'm really proud of the fact that this is episode number 20. I don't think I've ever been more excited for an autumnal season. This to me feels especially cozy and especially warm and fuzzy because as you guys know, I've had a really crazy year of traveling and life events and just big stuff happening, but I'm home now and I'm not going anywhere until New Year's. I don't have any plans. I am going to go see my parents for like 48 hours. I was actually meant to go this weekend, but then there's a tropical storm hitting the coast right now. So we're all staying put. So I'm going to go see my parents for like 24 hours, but that's in state and it's not that far a drive. It's like three hours away from me. But other than that, I don't have any travel plans. I'm not going anywhere. I don't have to take any more flights. And I'm ready for a fall of just being home, curating my home to feel like a safe space, even though it already does because I live by that. But just putting even more time into my home, being cozy, being wholesome, embracing those fall and winter vibes. I think after such a hectic year, this fall really symbolizes a return to routine and normalcy and safety for me. I'm really introverted, which I know sounds crazy because my whole job is literally sharing my life on the internet. I was talking about this with a friend yesterday. She was like, you're so private in some areas and then you're so open in other areas and you do keep a lot of things close to your chest, but then your job is literally sharing your life. And she was like, and you do that and you do it well. And yeah, I don't get it either. I really don't get it either. But Because I am pretty introverted, I just feel like knowing that I'm not going anywhere for a few months, it's like a sigh of relief has entered into my entire life. I'm just so ready. So I have put together this little fall to-do list, and this is my personal fall 2023 to-do list. Like, I wasn't even going to make an episode about this. I was just scrolling through my notes app because, like, fully one of those girlies who has and is adding to and referencing at least 20 different notes at all time. I live by the notes app. So I was scrolling through my notes app where I keep a lot of my episode ideas and like the first drafts and bare bones of different episode outlines and things. And I came across my to-do list and I was like, well, that was actually just for me. I wasn't planning on making that an episode, but I feel like that'd be fun and it'd be a fun way to kick off the autumn season. So that's what we're going to do today. Really looking forward to it. Some of these items are pretty specific to me, so they might not be relatable to everyone. But again, this is literally my personal list. 
And some of them are more general and like more obviously autumn themed. I think it'll just be fun anyway. I am just ready to sit down and feel cozy. And hopefully that's how you feel when you're listening to this too. I don't have any crazy life updates. I don't have anything really to share with you guys. I don't even have any culture club. I feel like I haven't had any culture club recommendations last couple of weeks simply because I have not discovered or consumed or reviewed anything really. And I think that's just because we got Fergus and our routines changed a ton. My time management had to change. Obviously my level of free time changed and that's, I mean, I love it, but it did take some adjustment. And now that we've had him for two weeks, we're more getting into a routine. And I feel like this coming week, I'll be better prepared to actually like manage my free time better and enjoy my free time a little bit more. So hopefully War Culture Club is on the way. I just literally, I haven't listened to anything new. I haven't read anything, nothing. I have tried some new products, I guess I could share. I've been obsessed with Summer Fridays recently. And I've also really been liking Tarte makeup. And I've been rediscovering NYX lip products. So for Summer Fridays, I love the vitamin C serum. I love their like retinol nighttime. It's a retinol alternative serum. I love their moisturizers. I love their vitamin C under eye cream. I just love Summer Fridays, their jet lag mask, even their sunscreen. Everything from Summer Fridays I've been obsessed with lately. NYX lip products, specifically the NYX lip liner in Nude Truffle, and then also those butter glosses. I love tiramisu. I love Devil's Food Cake and Rocky Road. Oh, and their lip liner called Brownie Pie. Those are all super good for fall. Tarte Makeup, I've been loving their tinted, it's like their skin tint, kind of like tinted moisturizer. Obviously Tarte Shape Tape. Their mascara is pretty good. Oh, and also Peach and Lily. I love the Peach and Lily Glass Skin Serum and I'm about to run out of it and I need to repurchase. So that just sprung to mind as well. Maybe one day we'll do an entire beauty favorites episode, but for right now, that's all I can give. Okay, one life update. I did dye my hair back to my natural color. There's some pictures on Instagram. And I've been wanting to do this for so long and I was putting it off because I told myself that dyeing my hair back to my natural color was gonna be my reward for finishing this big task that I've been putting off. And then I finished it and I dyed my hair back. And I've been wanting to do it for a long time because it's just having a balayage is very high maintenance. And when you have hair as dark as mine, it's very expensive (laughs) and my hair grows fast. So I have to get it redone often. It was just too high maintenance. So I dyed it back and I haven't had hair that's like completely my natural color in years. The last time I had virgin hair was 2019 and then I got my first balayage in February of 2020. And ever since then, I've either had balayages or I've been like box dyeing it back to dark, but the box dye was like too warm and it didn't look quite right. My hair right now looks exactly like my natural hair and it's crazy. I feel like I look in the mirror and I don't even recognize myself, but at the same time, it's like going home. I was posting pictures of it and stuff and my mom texted me and she was like, oh my God, I know that girl. And then my little sister commented on one of my Instagram reels and she was like, this is making me so happy. You look like all of my memories of you. And then I started sobbing, of course, because that was such a crazy little sister, like amazing, beautiful thing to say. And it made me so emotional. That's the only thing big that's happened in my life. It feels good though. I feel like my features have a lot more contrast. I don't know. I'm getting used to it. I'm getting used to it. I feel like my face doesn't have as much warmth and life as it did when I had the balayage. But also at the same time, my features, I think, look a lot more angular and they're really high contrast now, which is good in a different way. I just have to get used to it. Okay, enough rambling about my hair because probably no one cares. Let's get into my to-do list. I'm really excited. 
Like I said, some of these are pretty personal to me, but some of them are pretty general. So we're just going to go through. Also, I did write a lot of this list in the middle of the night, like when I randomly wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep again. I wrote a lot of these down during those moments over the last couple of days. So we'll just see how it goes. Number one, closet clean out. I love a closet clean out. I feel like I do one every season. I like to keep doing them. My grandmother is slash was low-key a, a hoarder. I say was because she lives with my parents now and they don't allow her to hoard. But when my grandfather was still alive and he and my grandmother lived together, my grandmother never threw away anything ever in her life. And when my parents were cleaning out her home before she moved in with them, they were just blown away by the amount of miscellaneous stuff that she kept. But we all knew that about her growing up. And like, I adore my grandmother. This is not a diss of my grandma at all. Like, my grandmother is one of my favorite people in the entire world. But growing up and knowing that she just never got rid of anything, I think instilled the exact opposite value in me. I have to go through my entire life periodically and get rid of things that I either don't use, I feel like they aren't serving me, if clutter is making me stressed or anxious, I just have to do it. And once a season, I do a little closet clean out. I don't throw anything away, of course. I always donate. Every time I do this, I think, okay, this is going to be the time that I list a couple of things on Poshmark or Depop or something. And then I never get around to it because that feels time intensive. I don't even know if it is. It's probably the easiest thing in the world, but I have this mental block surrounding putting things on Poshmark. I don't know why it seems like such a complicated thing. It definitely isn't. So many people do it. A lot of my friends list things on Poshmark. I don't know what is holding me back. I have a stack of things right now, a couple of select items, like nicer things that I pulled from my most recent closet clean out that I put aside because I wanted to list them on Poshmark and I still haven't done it. And they're just sitting in a little basket in the corner of my office. And every single time I do this, eventually, usually by the time the next closet clean out rolls around, I'm just so over it and I've put it off for so long and I'm so fed up with it. And like I said, I have this weird mental block that I just say, okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to put it back in the donation pile. And then I donate it. And I'm probably losing out on the opportunity to make like a decent bit of cash. And I just don't do it. I really need to. You guys need to bug me to list things on Poshmark. Please hold me accountable. Please encourage me to do this. I really need to. But anyway, once a season, I like to do a closet clean out specifically because I feel like once a season ends, it's the perfect time to go back through your closet and then assess what you did and didn't wear that previous season. And I like to do this, I like to think back one year. So if I didn't wear something during, let's say, summer of 2022, and then I also didn't wear it this most recent summer, summer 2023, that's two summer seasons in a row that I didn't wear the item. So why am I holding on to it? And I know a lot of people keep their clothes forever, which is smart because the way that fashion trends are cycling right now, everything comes back in style eventually. Like some of the trends that I'm seeing right now, and I'm going to talk about fall trends in a second. Some of the ones I'm seeing right now are peak 2014 Tumblr grunge, which was my era. I was 16 in 2014. So I was peak Tumblr age. I was an active user and it's wild seeing Tumblr fashion come back into vogue, but I love it. It's giving me the best feeling of nostalgia. I'm so excited for it. It's so like 
punky and grunge. It just screams teenager to me. If you were a teenager during that time, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like Brandy Melville, American Apparel, Doc Martens, ripped jeans, lace tops. Oh my God, I'm so ready. But anyway, point being, a lot of people keep their clothes knowing that things are going to come back in style. And I totally get that. I just can't. If I haven't used something in a full year, it's got to go. It has got to go. So I've actually already started my closet clean out this season. I really look forward to it. It feels very cathartic to me to purge unnecessary things in my home and in my life. And I always donate. I like to donate to just local places. And like I said, I have pulled out a couple of nicer items that I really should list on Poshmark. We'll see if I actually get around to it. Another benefit to doing the closet clean out periodically is that if you're in the mood to do a little seasonal shopping, now you have room in your closet for it, which is terrible, but I do think about that. So I'm already halfway done with my closet clean out and I'm just going to go through and do one more sweep. I also feel like it's important to get rid of clothes that don't fit you anymore. This is tricky because I do feel like my clothing size changes fairly frequently. Like I've been four different clothing sizes in the last couple of years and not four completely different ones. It's just changed four times. So sometimes it's hard getting rid of clothes because you wonder if you'll fit them again. But I do think if it's making you feel bad to look at these clothes that don't fit you anymore, you should get rid of them because why are you keeping something in your life that makes you feel bad? That's my philosophy on it. So yeah, I am partially done with this. I'm gonna do one more sweep and then that will be item number one checked off on my autumn to-do list. Second one is a winery with friends. I love a fall winery. And I also love the Shenandoah Mountain Range in Virginia. Virginia is one of the prettiest, best states in the entire country. I love Virginia so much. That's why you guys see me wear those like Virginia sweatshirts and my Virginia's for lovers hat all the time. I just love Virginia. There's beaches, there's mountains, there's everything. And the Shenandoah Mountains like the Blue Ridge in the fall time are just gorgeous. And it's also winery country. So in the fall, usually late October, it's the perfect season to just drive out to the mountains, drive out west, get a bunch of friends together, go. There's like the Bold Rock Cidery. There's loads of wineries with beautiful views of like the Blue Ridge Mountain Range. The leaves are perfect. It's just stunning. It's been really hard this year to organize a date where all of my friends can go. I don't know why it's so hard to get plans together as an adult. It never used to be this hard. Me and my friend group have resorted to making a shared Google calendar so that everyone can put in the dates that they're unavailable. So that if anyone wants to suggest a hangout, they can go in the Google calendar and be like, okay, well, I can't suggest this weekend because three people are out of town, etc., etc." So far, don't have a winery date set in stone. I'm really hoping to do that though. It's the perfect opportunity to put on your cutest fall outfit, get the cutest, most wholesome fall leaves. There's like apple orchards all over the place out there. Just get the cutest photos, the cutest friend group photos. It's peak fall. It's my favorite thing about being over 21 is going to wineries and orchards and cideries in the fall time. So that's number two. Another one is a fall themed craft and movie night. I love doing these every fall. They feel, oh my God, I know, I'm going to say the words cozy and wholesome probably a hundred times in this episode because those are peak fall feelings to me and nothing makes me feel like that more than a fall themed craft and movie night. I love the Twilight series for this. Obviously, Harry Potter. Gilmore Girls is a good one. 
Vampire Diaries. Oh my god, Vampire Diaries is a must rewatch every single fall. I am Team Damon, obviously. And I'm also Team Logan and Gilmore Girls. I feel like Logan girls are always Damon girls and vice versa. They're just the best. It's not up for debate. I do like Jess. The thing is, I think Jess is the best person that Rory dated, but I think Logan was the best person for her. And obviously, fuck Dean. Don't even speak to me about Dean. I can't with him. And kind of same thing with Vampire Diaries. I think Stefan is a better person, but Damon is a better person for Elena. Also, I just love both of their attitudes. Logan and Damon are so my type. And they're completely opposite physically, but I mean in terms of personality. And if you guys knew my husband, Matthew, you would understand what I mean. I love that personality. It matches well with mine because I'm a very headstrong, strong-willed, stubborn individual, and I need someone who will push back and give me attitude. Like, I can't be with anyone that I feel like I have the potential to walk all over. I just can't do it because my personality is so strong that if I'm with a strong personality, I will accidentally, like, steamroll them and not even know I'm doing it because I'm just, like, I need pushback. I need someone to tell me how it is. So anyway... Team Logan, Team Damon, those are such good fall rewatches. Also, Practical Magic, that's a good one. I would say my favorite is probably Twilight, and Harry Potter is just a classic. I've done a couple Harry Potter rewatches in the most recent years, but I never seem to get past Goblet of Fire. It doesn't lose me after that, but it gets so dramatic. And then all the movies bleed into each other because the plot gets really intricate, and I feel like if you just want to watch a standalone movie for a fun movie night... The first couple are better for that. I don't know. And then for the craft, I love the current TikTok trend of getting painting from a thrift store and then painting like a ghost scene over it. It's so cute. Go look up just like thrift store ghost paintings on TikTok and you'll see what I mean. That you get just like a random piece of artwork from a thrift store and then you make it spooky. You can like, if say there's a a cottage scene, like a random landscape picture and there's a cottage, you can like paint a creepy chimney and bats around it and then maybe a ghost in the window. And it's cute and cartoony and it's, oh my God, I can't wait. I've already enlisted one of my friends, one of my best friends is much more artistic than me, but I've already enlisted her and I really want to do this. Imagine that with a little apple cider mimosa. And then Harry Potter in the background or Vampire Diaries in the background. Like, tell me that doesn't sound like the perfect evening. I need to do it. Also, pumpkin carving. I love pumpkin carving. Matt hates it. The smell of raw pumpkin makes him gag. Like, actually, he will throw up. We carved pumpkins our first year being together. And he really tried for me because he knew I really wanted to. But he was holding back vomit the entire time. So I don't even ask him anymore. But I love carving pumpkins. I eat pumpkin, like raw pumpkin, because my mom does. And growing up, that wasn't weird. She would also like roast pumpkin seeds. And so when I carve pumpkins, I'll like take a little bite out of pieces that I carve out of the final design. And the first time I did that around friends, they were like, what the hell are you doing? And I didn't realize that wasn't a common thing. Let me know if you also eat raw pumpkin, especially when you're carving it. I just think it's delicious. But so many people that I've done that around think that's totally whack. I don't know. Pumpkin carving is a good one. Also, there's loads of crafts in the Target $1 section. So you can go, also who doesn't love Target in the fall time, go to Target, go to the $1 section, get a little craft. There's usually like little houses or wooden ornaments and stuff like that that you can paint. Sometimes there's little felt crafts or macrame projects. Get one of those, 
go to the grocery section and get a bottle of wine or a jug of apple cider, head to the back to Hearth and Hand. Is it Hearth and Home or Hearth and Hand? You know what I'm talking about. Head back there, get a seasonal candle or the Opal House seasonal candles. Those are really good too. Head home with the girls and have a night. Just have a little night. I can't wait. I actually, I need to do that as soon as possible. Okay, I also want to volunteer in person somewhere. I've really been thinking about this a lot lately, and I feel like I'm not doing enough to give back into my community. I do a little bit. There are a couple of organizations that I donate to every single month, causes that I believe in, like the National Network of Abortion Funds. I donate to a couple of causes that advance LGBTQ rights, but I just feel like I could be doing more, and like I will do PR giveaways. Or I'll do giveaways where I'm buying things. Like last Christmas, I gave away a Dyson and an Apple Watch and things like that because I wouldn't have this job without you guys and I'm so insanely grateful to you. But I feel like I'm not doing enough to give back into the world. I'm in a position of rare privilege for someone my age because of the job that I have, which is all because of you guys. And I feel like I want to give back more to you guys and also give back more to the world. And I haven't volunteered in person somewhere since pre-COVID. And I realized the other day how long that's actually been now, because that's what, it's been three years. And that just feels like a very long time. So I have been looking at in-person volunteer opportunities near me. There seem to be more around Thanksgiving. So maybe I'll do something for Thanksgiving. I don't know. I need to do a little bit more research, but it's on my to-do list because I just feel like Fall feels like a season of gratitude, maybe because of Thanksgiving. And because of that, I feel like it's a good time for me to start demonstrating my gratitude more outwardly by doing more. I'm not going to stop donating, obviously. I'm not going to stop doing PR giveaways. I just think I should do more. So that's on my to-do list as well. If you live in my area, which is Nova, I live in Nova, which is Northern Virginia. It's in the DC metro area. I can literally see DC from my balcony If you're in D.C. or the DMV, which stands for D.C., Maryland, Virginia, or Nova, and you know of something, DM me on Instagram, please, and just let me know. It could be, I don't know, an animal shelter or a women's shelter, something like that. Maybe a soup kitchen around Thanksgiving, something along those lines. Let me know if you know of anything great, and I would love to see you guys somewhere. Maybe we could do something where... I find an opportunity and I let everyone know about it and then we can all meet up and volunteer in person together. I think that would be amazing. It could be like community cleanup. I don't really mind. I used to do trash pickup on the side of the road as a teenager a lot. I don't really mind. I don't mind getting my hands dirty. I don't mind getting down and dirty at all. So let me know if you know of anything and I'm gonna keep looking as well. I wanted to take a second to talk to you guys about Element. Element is my favorite electrolyte drink packet. I first bought Element earlier this summer when I had a really dehydrated beach day down in Florida where I felt awful, my head was killing me, I felt sick, my stomach hurt, and I realized that I didn't have enough electrolytes. Electrolytes are charged minerals that conduct electricity to power your nervous system and they also regulate your hydration status by balancing fluids inside and outside of your cells. So it's not just enough to drink water, you 
want to be optimally hydrated. Having the proper balance of electrolytes in your body can help you maintain steady energy, improve your cognitive function, decrease brain fog, you'll suffer fewer headaches, you'll have fewer muscle cramps, and it can help regulate your digestion and promote healthy, glowy, hydrated skin. It can even help you get better sleep. So it's really important to have the proper balance of electrolytes in your body, especially if you live in a hot climate or you work out a lot, or if you just have a hard time maintaining hydration in general. Element became my favorite as well because it's delicious. I love all of the flavors, but my personal favorite is citrus. Listeners of Prologues can claim a free Element sample pack when they make any purchase through my link, which is down in the show notes. The sample pack includes one packet of every flavor, so it's perfect if you're interested in trying all the flavors to find your favorite or if you want to gift some to a friend. This offer is exclusively available through my VIP link. You won't find this offer publicly, so go ahead and go down to the show notes, click on my link, and you can claim a free Element sample pack when you make any purchase through the link. I go through mine so fast. I love them. I know you guys are going to love it too. Okay, next. Eat caramel apples. Doesn't even need an explanation. I love caramel. I love apples. I want to be eating caramel apples all fall. I want to take those Halloween ghost sheet photos with Fergus. I have a dog now, y'all. I've got a golden retriever. And this is also a TikTok trend where you cut the eyes and mouth out of a white sheet and like you take those little ghost photos with your dog and they're so cute. And Fergus has most of his shots now and the veterinarian said it was okay to start taking him out into the world. Obviously not to any place like a dog park, which I don't think I'll be taking Ferg to a dog park in general because they kind of worry me. But We're allowed to start taking Fergus out now, and so we can take him to parks and things. And imagine just a little fall park photo with Fergus with the ghost sheet. Like, I'm such, I'm becoming one of those dog moms, and I'm embracing it. I love this for me. Okay, I'm getting serious about my fall style. I'm getting more serious than I've ever been about my personal style, you guys, and it feels amazing. If you've been following me for years, you know that my personal style has gone through a lot of evolutions. When I started, I don't know, my style was really, really heavily based on trends for a while. And so it changed a lot. I kind of did in 2020 and 21, the very eclectic maximalist like thrift store style. And then in 2022, I really paired it back and I was more going for that classic timeless that girl look. And I feel like now I've really combined the two of them and found something that feels really organic and authentic to me. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, I don't follow trends anymore. I totally do. Like a lot of the stuff I love is trend based, but I feel like for the first time ever in my life, and this is also probably due to just getting older and knowing myself more and feeling more grounded in myself, I feel like I have a base style that feels really authentic to me. And then I can add trends on top of that and it just works. So I'm getting really serious about my fall style and my style in general. A way that I've been doing that and getting pieces that are a little bit more unique and speak to different elements of my style perfectly is just using Depop. And this is not a niche or like a special trick at all. I feel like everyone uses Depop, but I never had before. And now I use Depop like a search engine. So I'll be on Pinterest or I'll just be thinking and brainstorming in my head. And I'll think of a specific item or see one on Pinterest that I really, really want. And then instead of trying to buy that from like a fast fashion place, 
and I, I'm not going to sit here and preach anti-fast fashion, even though I know I should, because I do still buy fast fashion and I don't want to be a hypocrite. Again, I know it's something I'm working on being more mindful of, but like, I can't be a hypocrite to you guys. That's where I'm at right now. Instead of doing something like that, I will just search for specific items on Depop and I'm amazed at the selection. So a couple of things that I have searched for specifically are interesting pieces of denim, like interesting denim jackets or denim mini skirts, jeans, like I love denim. It's definitely a core of my style and so many of y'all's style. And getting those unique pieces is really cool. Vintage Ralph Lauren sweaters. Depop has an incredible and very large selection of vintage Ralph Lauren sweaters. I've got the American flag sweater. I've got just like this really cool striped polo. I got this navy and dark red rugby polo, but it hasn't shipped. I bought it weeks ago and the seller hasn't shipped it yet. And I did ping them once through messages and they never responded. So I think I might be taking an L on that. I don't know. And not just sweaters either. Like there's just great Ralph Lauren stuff everywhere. I just got the coolest black watch tartan. It's kind of like a weekender bag, but much smaller. It looks like a bowler bag almost. And that speaks to different elements. I love vintage Ralph Lauren. That's definitely something that feels authentic to my style. But ever since visiting Scotland, I realized how much I really love plaid. And plaid, I feel like, speaks to the two different halves of my life, like being married to a Scottish guy and obviously planning my move there. That's going to be my new home. But then also plaid feels really country to me. And I grew up in the South and I grew up in a super country area. So I feel like it ties in those two elements of my life. And I don't know, I just love it. And that's an interesting discovery to make about yourself. But I feel like honing in on those little style elements that do speak to your personal life is what makes your personal style cool and makes it feel really you. And so finding that vintage Ralph Lauren bag that also happens to be Black Watch Tartan, I was like, this is perfect. And I wouldn't have found it if I wasn't on Depop. So I love that. I've also gotten some sick jewelry on there. I got this really cool. This is a, another item I searched specifically for. I was on Pinterest and I was seeing these suede aviator jackets everywhere. And that's an item that I feel like is pretty timeless. I see those every single fall. And getting them brand new is like hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a high quality product. So I looked on Depop for a long time. I was looking every day for quite a while and I found a perfect one. I think the brand is John Wills or John Willis. Please don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. But I got one of those. It's like this beautiful brown suede. It's a little bit older, but it is in perfect condition. So I know it's going to like hold up forever. And it's a perfect layering piece. It's warm. There's a picture of it on my Instagram. If you go back, it's like the one I posted in LA and I'm in cowboy boots this long like beige and dark brown dress. And then I have the jacket on if you, I don't know if you want to see it. I love it. I love it. And that's like a fall piece. It's a timeless piece and it's going to last forever. It's vintage. I love it. So I've been getting serious about my fall style and I want to continue to do so. I've been curating my bracelet stacks. I've been searching for vintage gold pieces on Etsy and also on Depop to just get, again, like high quality jewelry pieces that are unique, that are going to last forever and that are way cheaper than buying new. I got this pair of Prada sunglasses for $30. I wanted this pair of Prada sunglasses for a while, but not going to spend $425 on designer sunglasses. That feels insane. And I found this pair for $30 
And I obviously thought they were fake. I was like, this is definitely a DH gate dupe and I don't love dupes. I don't mind lookalikes, but things that are with a brand name on them that are clearly trying to be a 100% copy, I just don't love that. So I was like, this is obviously a dupe. I wasn't going to get it. But then I Googled the serial number on the inside arm of the sunglasses and they were real. I don't know why they were listed for $30, but I snatched them up. I mean, they could still be a fake. I don't know a ton about authenticating designer items, so they could fully still be a fake. But from everything I could tell by Googling the serial number, they were real. I don't know. Maybe I'll get them authenticated at one point. So yeah, just going on Pinterest, really figuring out your personal style, make a board, pick out the elements that recur in all of the pins that you're pinning, find pieces that you connect with that feel like they have a personal story to you, and then find unique items that match those descriptions on resale sites. You could also thrift in person. I just don't love thrifting in person because I think it's very overwhelming. So I like to do it online, but I've been doing that and honing on my personal style and I love it. Friendsgiving. This is another one that I don't know if it's going to happen this year because everyone's schedules are really crazy. But a couple of years ago, my friend group did one of those winery trips. And afterwards, a bunch of us went to Cracker Barrel because it was the only restaurant nearby and we were starving. We went to Cracker Barrel and this was, I think, in November. And we decided that was our Friendsgiving was this Cracker Barrel trip. And so I'm hoping that if I can get a winery group together this fall, we can just do another Cracker Barrel Thanksgiving. And that way it's low commitment from people because we're already going to be together that day. I'm really hoping for it. I want to go so bad. Cracker Barrel Friendsgiving is the move, you guys. Like, don't knock it till you've tried it. It's so fun. So that's on my to-do list as well. Okay, I want to pick up a new cozy hobby. I feel like I have more hobbies in the fall and winter time, probably because I'm inside hibernating. Every fall and winter, I love to crochet. I love to work with my hands a little bit more. I love candle making. I made candles a ton last year and I loved it. I also painted little wooden objects, like I painted little wooden mushrooms. I loved that. I did a macrame wall hanging. I did some embroidery, or not embroidery, cross stitch. And I really love being crafty in the colder months, but I wanna pick up a new one this year. I don't know how to knit. I learned as a little kid and then I promptly forgot because I think it's much more complicated than crochet. But like, do I really need to learn how to knit if I already know how to crochet or should I just put extra time into my crochet projects? I'm not sure. Anyway, I wanna do something like that, a new cozy hobby. And actually that ties into one of my other items on the list, which is start baking more or start baking again. Maybe that will be my new cozy hobby this year. I baked a lot last year and it was my first time really ever getting into baking. And I didn't do anything crazy complicated. I mostly stuck to cookies and muffins, but I loved it. It's like such a hibernation activity, ultimate hibernation activity. And so maybe that will be two birds, one stone, and I can start baking again. It feels wholesome. It feels cozy. It feels validating and empowering to just make things with your hands, whether that's baking or crocheting or whatever. I feel connected to my grandmothers who taught me how to crochet I don't know. My mom baked a lot growing up. She baked her own bread, things like that. So it makes me feel connected to the women in my family who came before me. I love the feeling of making something with my hands and it's very cozy. So it's a good fall and winter activity. Okay. I want to start reading again. <laughs> like I said, I haven't been reading lately and I think it's just because I've been adjusting to having Fergus around, but the more that we get into a routine 
and the more I adjust to how my time is spread a little bit differently, I just really want to start reading again. I read so much at the start of this year and I just fell off in the last month or so. And I have a lot of books that I bought earlier this year that I haven't read yet. So there's definitely a big stack on my TBR and it's time. And then I can talk about them on the pod with you guys. I do post Instagram story reviews of some of the books I read. So I have a highlight saved of those stories. You can check those out if you're interested. I don't have a Goodreads. I do have a literal account, but I haven't updated it in forever because it's a little bit time consuming for me, which isn't an excuse. I should do it because I know you guys love to see what I'm reading and I love to see what you're reading too. So definitely goals start reading more often again. And I also just want to share reviews with you guys, whether it's on Instagram stories or on the pod, or I don't know, maybe I'll start posting reviews on literal again. I don't know. Okay. Next two date nights outside of the house minimum. Matt and I never used to have a problem with date nights But I just think life has been crazy this year. He was gone for so long for work and then we were traveling and now we have Ferg. And I think we're going to have to be really intentional about getting outside of the house. Luckily, we live in a very walkable area, so we don't have to leave Fergus at home for very long to go out and have a little date. Like we really don't need to leave him for more than an hour and a half to go and have a date night. I just think we're going to have to be intentional about actually doing it. And another thing is, I actually had this thought when he was away in Dallas, I often will ask if we can just stay in and have a date night at home and like order a bunch of good food, have a movie night, or just have like a romantic night where we're talking and maybe playing games together. I ask to stay in more than I want to because I am such a homebody. And I realized when he was in Dallas, that I feel like I wasn't taking advantage of our time together when when we do live together enough because he's an extrovert. He likes to go out. He likes to do things outside of the house. And he's so nice to me. And he always says, yes, if I'm like, I don't feel like going out, can we just have a date night at home? He's super accommodating. But I feel like I should be making a bigger effort to accommodate him and to just go out and yeah, do things outside of the house. And especially now that we have Fergus, we'll have to be intentional. So minimum two date nights out of the house. We usually have a date night once a week inside of the house, but just prioritizing that and prioritizing our time together and prioritizing taking advantage of the fact that we do live in a really cool area for the time being and we're not going to live here for that much longer. Just taking advantage of it and just enjoying the season of life that we're in right now. Okay, I have three more. I'll save the hibernation one for last. So the first two, I want to quit some unnecessarily expensive habits. I've already done that partially by dyeing my hair back to natural because I don't know if you can count it as a habit to get your hair done or bleached, but I felt like it was and it was so expensive and so time consuming and it was too much. So I feel like going back to my super, super low maintenance hair is already good. I feel like I should take a break from getting my nails done. I don't go to a crazy expensive place. It's like 50 bucks to get it done. And I do it once a month or once every three weeks, which I don't feel like is that bad because I love the way my nails look when they're done. I feel insecure about my hands. And so having my nails done makes me feel better about them. I have really small hands, you guys, like short, chubby fingers, tiny hands. My hands, I'm five foot nine. My hands are the same size as some of my friends who are five one and five two. Like they're small hands. And I feel like when I film videos and I'm doing my makeup or I'm doing something with my hands, 
I can just tell that they look like tiny baby hands and I don't like it. And I know this is one of those things that likely absolutely no one else has noticed, but I think about it all the time and having my nails done, I feel like elongates my fingers and makes them look a little bit less stocky, but it's just an expensive habit. It adds up and I just feel like I should take a break. I've been getting my nails done consistently this entire year since January and it's not wrong to spend money on things that make you happy. It's not wrong to spend money on your appearance or I don't know, just do little things that bring you joy. But I want to reevaluate some of my little habits like that and maybe stop or at least take a break. Okay, next one. This one is pretty specific to me, but I want to be more intentional with my content. I have been a content creator slash influencer for a couple of years now, and I usually go with the flow and I post and film pretty organically. Like I don't usually film get ready with me's unless I'm actually getting dressed and leaving the house. I don't film those outfit videos. I usually don't take Instagram photos or outfit photos unless I'm literally going out and doing something, which isn't bad. It's, it's very organic, but I also feel like I'm not posting often enough or I'm not like really grinding especially now that I'm not on TikTok very much and I'm primarily focused on Instagram, YouTube, and the podcast. With Instagram especially, I feel like you have to be so consistent and it's good to do series and you have to be super active on reels and you just have to be super present in order to encourage engagement with your community and also encourage new reach. Social media is not a numbers game for me, but obviously because it's my job, I do want to reach new audiences that are aligned with who I am, audiences that will enjoy my content and really get me and get my story. And I feel like in order to do that, I need to start being a little bit more intentional, especially on reels. So I think this would be a good time to do maybe 30 days of fall outfits or a series of some kind, like maybe hair, I don't know. I talk about mental health pretty frequently on my stories, but I don't make reels about it. And that is another pillar of my content. By the way, when I say pillars of content, most creators that you'll talk to feel like they have pillars or verticals, they're called, which is just set number of things, maybe four or five topics that you regularly talk about that kind of make up your niche. So my pillars are definitely fashion, mental health, general wellness. I have fitness now. I've been on a fitness journey this whole year, so that's a pillar now, wellness, and then general beauty. I would consider hibernation and curating your home to be a cozy place and just being really intentional with your space is another one of my verticals, but I'm not as active in that vertical in other parts of the year. I really push that during fall and winter, but I don't do it a ton in other parts of the year. But that's going to be a big pillar going into this season. And the reason why I'm explaining that is just to say, I don't feel like I'm being intentional enough. I don't feel like I'm making a big effort to hit every single one of my verticals on a consistent basis. I want anyone who follows me for the first time to have a good understanding of my content before they follow me so that they're not disappointed later on. And so when you go to my pages like YouTube or the podcast or my Instagram, I want you to be able to see over like all of my topics and I want you to be able to see a variety of content within each of those pillars so that you have a good sense of the general idea of my platforms and who I am and what I'm about. I don't feel like I'm doing that very well right now. So I feel like I need to make sure I'm hitting 
all those topics in the podcast regularly. I need to make sure I'm being super consistent on my reels. I think 30 days of fall outfits would be a great place to start. I would definitely hit more following pages if I did that. And again, it's not about the numbers. It's just about this is my job. And so I have to be conscious of growth. And then YouTube posting schedule. I go through phases with YouTube because it is a very time-consuming platform. So I'll go through phases for a month or two where I'm posting every single week. And then I'll fall off for a month or so. And I'll post like once or twice in a month. And then it's really hard for me to get back on the horse. And that's where I'm at right now because traveling all during August... I just didn't post as frequently as I should. I posted a France vlog and and an Edinburgh vlog and I filmed the NC500, but then I've talked about this before. I lost half that footage, so I've gotten a lot of it back, but I haven't edited it yet. I've posted one home vlog since being back, but I've been home for almost a month now, so I could be doing more than that. Just need to get back into a routine and that's going to take some mental effort on my part. It is very time consuming. And for me, it takes emotional and mental energy to just film my life because it's hard to explain unless you do it. But it's not a performance per se, but it is at the same time. Like everything I post is authentic, but it's impossible to set up a camera and start recording yourself without performing a little bit. This is going to sound crazy, but even if you're performing the authentic version of yourself, you have to make an effort to show your personality and be true to who you are. It's hard to talk about yourself to a camera. It's sometimes hard for me to start filming and to let y'all into my day to day because it just takes mental energy. And so sometimes I don't film vlogs because of that or I'll film a vlog and then I'll get super in my head because I feel like I wasn't true enough to myself or I feel like the vlog is pointless or I just feel like it wasn't good or it wasn't aesthetic enough and then I'll scrap it and I just need to be better. Because this is my job and I take it seriously and I never want you guys to think that I'm lazy or I don't care I'm doing the bare minimum because I care so much. So being intentional with my content, grinding, hitting those new audiences, hitting all of my verticals, just doing the damn thing, okay? Hold me accountable. Make me do it, you guys. I'm going to hold myself accountable, but I've said it on the pod, so now y'all know, please bug me if I'm not doing this. And then the last one I'm going to talk about is prepping my house for hibernation, prepping my house, my mind, my body, and my soul for hibernation, and also prepping my content. I have a hibernation series planned for the podcast, which I'm very excited about. And I also need to plan my personal hibernation. I need to get my house ready. I need to set up these hobbies. I need to practice my mindfulness and my intentions because hibernation is a time where you spend a lot of time with yourself and sitting with yourself. I need to be really honest and vulnerable in my therapy sessions. I need to prioritize my fitness so that I don't get depressed this winter. I don't usually get depressed in the winter because I love it so much, but it's harder to keep your body moving and keeping your body moving just makes you feel good mentally, or at least it does for me. So I need to prioritize that. I need to prioritize my wellness so that I don't get sick. I just have to get in the space. I got to gear up for it. This is my Super Bowl every single year. Winter is my time. Late fall and winter. It's everything to me. It's my favorite time of year and I want to enjoy it so much. So I've got to get ready for that. Okay, that is my fall to-do list. And like I said, I wasn't going to make this an episode. So this is literally my to-do list that I already had in my notes app. And I hope you guys enjoyed hearing about mine. I want to hear about yours. This is my favorite time of year. I don't know if you could tell how excited I was this entire episode. It's just my favorite time of year, period. And I really hope that you guys 
are looking forward to it as well. And I hope that you enjoy everything to come. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. So I love you guys. I'm excited for everything coming up. Like I said, hold me accountable to all these things that I said in the podcast. And I can't wait to just get started. I can't wait to enter this new season, both season of the year and also season of my life. And I always feel so blessed and so grateful that you guys are along for the ride. As always, if you've been enjoying prologues, please give me a five-star review wherever you're listening. It really helps me out. Feel free to write me a little note at the bottom of my episodes on Spotify. There's always a question box that asks what you thought of the episode. And this is where you can give me feedback if you have like a, a helpful constructive critique or if you have a request or just anything you want to share about what you thought about the episode, definitely let me know. If you want to submit questions to upcoming Hey Mary episodes, you can email the podcast at gmail.com. And I really hope that I will see you next week. Okay. I love you guys. Bye.